he fucked up. Pussy! Hey guys, welcome to The Mind of Dab, where we take a deep dive into my mind and the mind of my guest. Today, I have no guest, so you're just stuck with me, alone, one-on-one, some personal time, just me and my viewers. And you guys are just going to be listening to me. Have fun. It's going to be a little weird ASMR thing I'm doing right here. Enjoy. Stay tuned. Share this. You're going to get some knowledge today from both left and right. It's going to be non-biased somewhat. I'll let my opinions be known. But I will be taking this episode in through a non-objective view. So I'm not going to be trying to side with one party over the other. But if you guys couldn't tell... We're talking about the election, baby. But anyways, uh, so we're going to be starting off with talking about the Republic side of the election, how uh, Trump's return to office will be affecting us, uh, the, some of the policies he implemented in his last term, well, some of the stuff he did in his last term, which wasn't a lot, but there was a few. Um, and then we're going to be talking about what would happen if Joe Biden becomes the new president of the United States and... Yeah, a very uh, politics episode or politics focused episode. Shout out to the song Politics by my boy Warren for Arrest. Uh, good song, but not the politics we're talking about today. Anyways, so let's start with Donald Trump. Good, big orange human. He looks like orange, as we all know. But anyways, so we're talking about some of the stuff that he's done in his presidency, which... Fun fact, his first term alone, the first two years uh, that he played golf, uh, that he's, the money he spent in, uh, playing golf was more than Obama did in his uh, both of his terms. So, damn, you just, like, up the former president in two years. That's crazy. Nice. You're really focused on our country, Mr. Trump. I love it. But, um, so, one thing he did do was... For the environment, he did bring back jobs, uh, but what he, most people don't realize is he piggybacked that off of the Obama administration and policies that the Obama administration had implemented much, much before Trump came into office. Uh, I, Obama said it best, you can't come into the last quarter and say you're the one that won the game. It was the Obama administration that pushed more of it. We were, as you guys know, 2008, there was a global recession. Every stocks went to shit. Uh, the global economy went to shit. Everybody was kind of in a place where we were in a recession. And people thought, hey, if this keeps going the way it is, we might uh, go back into a Great Depression. Obama came in uh, and bought our unemployment rates to down to like around 5%, if I'm uh, correct, and then uh, handed this booming economy off to Donald Trump, who kind of only focused on the job aspect of his job. Like, he did nothing else besides, like, help small business. Yeah, he helped businesses and uh, grow and all that, but mainly major corporations, but he did uh, do a lot for small businesses, too. The... uh, uh, in the last four years, small businesses took off compared to previous uh, um, presidents and their previous offices. Under his administration, small businesses did take off. Uh, once again, I feel like he piggybacked that off of um, the Obama administration, but we got to give credit where it's due. It did happen under Trump's administration, so he can take credit for that. Unbiased point of view. As you guys can tell, I'm really holding it in because... 
Got to be fair. But what do you think, what do you guys think he would bring to the table? Let me know. Reach out to me and uh, debate. I love debating. I love talking numbers. I love uh, educating myself. I love uh, educating others. I love being wrong because if I'm wrong, that means I'm learning something. So you're never really wrong if you're learning. But um, yeah, so correct me. Maybe I'm getting the numbers wrong and you got it right. As for the polls and the elections right now, at this point that we are being record, uh, that we are recording, uh, there are 238 electoral votes for Joe Biden, uh, and I believe that if he all he t uh, needs to get all the way to 270 right now is the six votes from Nevada. Uh, the 10 votes from Wisconsin and 16 votes from Michigan. If he can secure those, he's at that 270, exactly. And at that point, it wouldn't matter if he lost PA, but I do think he's making a turnaround in PA uh, due to the mail-in ballots, which there's still over one to two million that have not been counted. But it's said that the ballots were hugely in favor of... Um, the Democratic Party, most of the Republicans went in uh, person to vote. At least they wore a mask, I hope. Um, but yeah, uh, surprisingly, no riots yet that I've heard of. No protests, nothing's breaking out. It's actually surprisingly been a very uh, social media um, election instead of like everything being poured out into the streets everybody's really taking off frustration and their eagerness on social media like i'm going around i'm like oh i'm so frustrated oh my god this election's doing this and that and it's just like all right at least you're not breaking shit so i guess you could vent about it on social media it's better than you going out and possibly ruining my chance to get in a ps5 because you guys stole all of them um but yeah so i think he would what well, Trump really is going to bring to the table is once again, he ha as president and most people will hate when I say it, but once they hear what I'm backing this up with, they tend to agree. Trump probably as president had the greatest power as president uh, since JFK. Why? Because he didn't give a fuck. He had money. He's a billionaire. He doesn't need to listen to these parties. He doesn't need to listen to the he did whatever the fuck he wanted. And if he just wasn't so bad at managing businesses, so bad at handling the stuff he does, and I feel uh, he would have done a lot better if he had his, I don't give a fuck what you say, I'm going to do whatever I want policy. If he was just more educated in what came with the role as presidency, uh, he could have done a lot for the country, I feel like. But uh, he didn't. I feel like that power he used, he only focused on certain areas that would help him after his presidency because think about it as a businessman he's become president he has no one wants to say no to the president of the united states in a business meeting like so now he just has that pull like hey i'm president you really want to turn me down like at the end of the day he's more of a businessman than he is a president and i feel like most people could agree with that and where his employees and we all know how he treats his employees even his own supporters should realize how he treats his employees. He's not even allowed in some of his own buildings just because he's a piece of shit. And that's okay because that's the leader. He's our piece of shit. Like I said in our podcast, he might be a piece of shit, but he's our piece of shit. So CIA, uh, don't come after me for this episode.
I know it sounds like I'm bashing him, but I'm not. I'm giving credit where it's due. It's just not much credit to give. So, yeah, he did help the job economy, but environmentally, he fucked us. And I don't want to hear, but this year, uh, carbon emissions went down, pollution levels went down, the smog in China cleared up. No, 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 that wasn't our president. Sure, that was the coronavirus. The lockdowns implemented through coronavirus on a global scale. We had locked ourselves in uh, for months. Uh, that's what dropped our carbon emissions, not Donald Trump. Donald Trump did not just snap his fingers and make a plan to get rid of the uh, environmental impact that we are having on the earth. In fact, it was going really high up because he left the Paris Accords and everything like that, which were, and like the treaty climates that he left, which absolutely decimated us. Uh, you guys could fact check me, but I think it was in Brazil, if I'm uh, correct. I, it was some country that started with a B, but I'm pretty sure it was Brazil. Uh, as soon as like the United States left that treaty, they started burning down uh, their forests and like really destroying the infrastructure, uh, like their um, economy, or not their economy, the environment, and just cutting down trees for infrastructure purposes and just to make more money through lumber and stuff like that. So the US was kind of the glue. And once again, I feel like he's more in it for the money. He doesn't give a fuck about what's gonna happen to the earth, what's gonna happen to everybody else. He just, he's in it for his own uh, money, which it's okay, make your bread. Don't fuck over millions on millions, actually billions. You're the president of the most powerful nation at the time. So your actions have such an impact outside of your small circle, outside of your country, outside, like, you know, you have a global impact. And I feel like he doesn't realize that. And that's why he's so focused on our nation instead of uh, working on too much of a global scale. Sure, he did settle disputes between North Korea, which... I'm not going to lie, took me by surprise. Like, good on him. That's like, you know, in North Korea, there's kids that hold their parents' hands that go to school singing about the death of America and they want America to fall as a nation. He, he made peace with the leader of that nation. That's insane to me. And that's, like, good on him. Good job, Trump. Like, you deserve that one. And, like, you did help a little bit there. But... What are you going to do now? What's now? Like, he never explains his plans. He says he has all these plans, but he never tells people what they are. He's like, I have a plan for the coronavirus. We'll release a vaccine in two weeks, sir. It's been three weeks. It's actually been a month. Where's that vaccine that you were talking about? See, he's wrong there, but, like, you had this plan. He was going to send out the military and force the vaccine on everybody. I haven't seen a single tank or a single car or a single anything anywhere like the only reason the national guard is coming out is because they're scared that there's about to be riots i don't see them shooting people with the coronavirus vaccine no they're just there to shoot people in case people get crazy which inevitably might happen hopefully it doesn't but now let's talk about joe biden the uh, our favorite dementia slash alzheimer's having candidate what do you think like i said i'm taking a real unbiased point of view i'm gonna say the positives of each president uh candidate and the negatives um i voted for uh the democratic party this election um lesser of two evils in my opinion but uh the whole fracking thing that's what like everybody's like oh that's where joe biden killed his uh, chances that's where this happened honestly 
he's not going to ban fracking. Uh, his policy never stated him banning uh, fracking. That was just something Trump said in the first debate that was like, whoa, 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 he wants to ban, uh, ban fracking? What's this? And uh, across the state, uh, uh, Rose State Belt, I believe it's called, uh, that uh, part of the U.S. itself was, after the steel industry, was absolutely decimated. And by decimated, I mean their economy was bad, the community was poor, like the towns were just not what they used to be. They weren't thriving because it was a steel factory industry and that's not really around as much. So what he did was it became a heavily fracking town and that's what helped the town flourish. So when people are like that here, like, whoa, ban fracking, that's obviously going to make noise and that's obviously going to get the vote to sway towards Trump. Uh, however, that's not what the case is. He was not going to ban fracking. That was never part of his uh, bill. That was never part of his policies. That was those words never came out of his mouth. And he might forget the stuff that comes out of his mouth, but I don't. So what Biden's policy was, he wants to find new sources of energy while still keeping fracking, which I think if we find better renewable sources of energy, we should eliminate fracking because it's not really good for the earth. So I'm actually okay with fracking going away because... Once again, climate change is a real thing, and most people don't realize that. But what uh, fracking is, is you drill a hole and you extract oil. It's an oil and gas extraction process, and um, you really dig deep between... Uh, I forget exactly how the process is. I'm not a scientist. I'm just somebody that likes to read. But um, they, it's an oil extraction process, and that oil is used for energy. That now that town's an oil uh, town. Now it's making money. So now they're scared that uh, fracking is going to be banned when it's not. What Joe Biden wants to do is uh, find more energy sources while limiting fracking, and uh, it's going to still be permitted. You're going to need permits. You're going to need certain licenses and all that, as per usual. Just a little bit more of it and it's going to be not as much why because there's other new sources and if you guys look through history this has always happened think about it if we didn't evolve we would still be using sticks and stones to fight wars you feel me we need a change we need that evolution we need the next step in humanity otherwise we are doomed to fall to consistency we cannot get stuck with the same energy why too much of a good thing is a bad thing so boom when fracking first started, people were like, oh, cool, gas, new energy, this and that. How many people were against fracking when it first started? We're like, oh, this is going to fail. This is a new source of energy. It will stick to whatever works right now. And boom, all these years later, now they don't want fracking to go away. Now there's new sources of energy that people are uh, fighting against. So eventually, maybe not in our lifetime, but towards the end of our lifetime, towards the next generation that's coming after our lifetime. Fracking, I don't think, will be a big source of energy anymore. Uh, I feel like there's going to be new sources of energy. We are, like I said, always evolving. And then once that new source of energy starts hurting us more, they're going to try to bring something back. And once again, whatever the next source of energy, it's going to have the same debate as what we're having about fracking. Um, they're going to say, hey, it's been here. It's good. It's better than that alternative. So why are we going for this new technology? And then once again, it's a cycle. It's going to happen until eventually humans go extinct, uh, which can happen because I believe in history, there's been six times that humanity's come close to uh, extinction completely 
few of those times were in the Ice Age. I believe our, I think the lowest uh, population that happened with humanity was around 300 or 3,000 people left on the entire Earth. I don't know how we recovered from that, especially with, like, literally the planet trying to kill us at the time. We had nothing but, like, spears and, like, fire pits and, like, igloos and whatever they had in the Ice Age. But it's impressive that we survived that. So I believe we've come a long way and we're going to go a long way. We're going to keep evolving. We're going to find new sources of energy. It's part of the human cycle. And eventually, yeah, we'll maybe get off this planet and eventually humans might not even exist as we know them today. Think about it. Neanderthals didn't think they would be wiped out. They were basically the humans. Uh, they were homo sapiens before we got here, basically. They were the top dogs. They didn't expect to get uh, extinct. I don't think we're going to expect to be extinct either, but it's bound to happen. Sun's Once the sun goes, we only have eight minutes to live, guys. I just want you guys to know that. It's like it takes the sun's energy eight minutes to get to Earth. So if the sun implodes, we're fucked. So our whole point is to make a universal impact while we can be here. And so why make a big deal out of fracking while we're here? Like, think about it. Thousands of years later, it's not going to matter. Thousands of years later, all the stuff we do here isn't going to matter. Just make your mark. Stop focusing on what politicians want you to focus on just focus on what you need to be better as a person because at the end of the day they're not here for you they're there for them and yeah under biden i feel like our environment's gonna get into a better place which is why i voted for him i'm very pro-earth environment friendly and we do need a president like that we do need somebody that's gonna be like all right look you can have your way but you gotta cut down on it compromise that's that's what Joe Biden is coming into uh, his view of fight against uh, climate change. It's compromise. He's like, all right, obviously we're not going to be able to get rid of everything 100%. So let's compromise. He wants to cut down on it. He doesn't want to ban fracking. So let's get that fake news out of here. So another thing uh, let's, um, that's going to be happening with him is the executive order for gun control, like they were talking about, which I don't agree with. I feel like that is going to put us in a position where we do not want to be, which could definitely lead to another civil war. I don't think we're going to have another civil war. I don't believe it. I don't think most of the people in our generation are built for war anymore, uh, to be honest, like unless they're really forced into the situation and like given like months and months of boot camp. But our generation, modern day uh, people, aren't, we're not, we're lazy. We like to just go out, take pictures, go home, edit them, eat, go to sleep, talk to someone, go to a party, get lit. That's all we do. And that's all we're, we've been at a time of somewhat peace. And that's what we got into used to it. We're not built for war. We're not going to have a civil war. We're probably just going to get mad at each other, uh, say something over social media, and then forget about it in a few months. You know, as we do. Uh, but what he wants to do is uh, enforce gun control by executive order, which will mean that even though it's an uh, amendment that cannot be repealed, he can do that through executive order. He might not be able to take guns away completely, but he can put heavy restrictions on it due to that order. And what that would do is a lot of gun businesses would not be happy about that. That would decimate our economy because a lot of places do sell guns a lot of people love buying their guns 
that's going to take away a whole market and that's going to throw our economy in an imbalance, which could take out jobs. And I feel like what would happen is they would have to outsource to different countries to get workers like they did in the Obama administration. But is that a bad thing? That's what I want to ask you guys. Let me know. Reach out to me. What do you guys think about that? Is that a bad thing that... Um, that we lose that portion of our um, economy, our guns, completely. I think it is because people need a form of defense. You never know what the fuck's going to go down. You never know when you're going to need to protect yourself. Sure, I say, like, put some new laws on gun control. Just don't put better background checks. Put better processes to get those firearms, but just don't use an executive order to, like, put a whole shit ton of restrictions and take it away from a lot of people. No, plan it out. Do it right. Otherwise, you're going to have a civil unrest, which could lead to civil war. And let's be honest, we're already a laughing stock. You know China and Russia were throwing parties for, uh, for all the USA parties? How insane is that? That's some shit. That is some shit. So now, for imagine we are at a civil war. We're so preoccupied fighting ourselves. And what if an enemy invades? We are on some conspiracy-level shit right now. All right? So imagine, boom, gun control. People get their guns taken away. Hillbillies, country folk, people that love guns, they don't want their guns taken away. They're going to fight it. And people are going to be like, oh, man, for gun control. Boom, they send in the military. Boom, the military shoots at people. And then everybody's like, oh my God, they just want to defend their rights. Uh, And the people that are okay and for gun control, guess what? They're going to join the side that wants to be uh, okay with letting people use their guns. Why? If the military is coming in and uh, forcing your guns away, the common citizen is going to react to that. And that's going to cause what? Civil unrest. So... I just think Biden needs to attend carefully or he's not going to, he's going to be in a situation where he can't handle it, especially with his dementia. And I really don't think he's going to make it to through his whole term. And if you do, once again, CIA, Secret Service, like who's ever listening, don't kill me. Like, I love being an American. USA, number one, don't kill me. Uh, but um, yeah, there, we are looking at a very, we are at a sense, and I feel like every election, it's a sensitive period. The first year after an election is like one of the most sensitive periods uh, in that uh, president's, because that's when you're like, every little thing that fucks up, it doesn't even have to be the president's fault. The president's getting blamed for it. And I don't know how long we could do that. With that and like with his mental issues, is he going to really be able to last through his whole term? I don't know. Find out on the next episode of Mind of Death.